0: Unhealthy people pleasing has been defined as a person's need to please others, often at the expense of their own needs or desires, and it is typically driven by a fear of rejection or a desire for approval. Hello, this is Jerry Henderson, and welcome to the Permission to Love podcast, where we discuss how we can give ourselves the permission to love ourselves. We're working to build a community where self love is normalized. Each week, we discuss topics such as self-love, what is it, what is it not. We also look at how we become our own healers through the power of loving ourselves. And finally, we take a practical look at proven ways to identify and remove the barriers that are standing in the way from our own love, such as trauma, shame, addictions, and other painful life experiences. I'm so grateful that you're here, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Permission to Love podcast. I'm really grateful that you continue to show up and listen to these episodes. It's a real gift. It's a gift to have you as a part of this community. It's a gift to hear the feedback that you send me on Instagram and through emails. And so thank you. Thank you so much for being here. I'm excited about today's episode. We're going to be talking about people pleasing. What is it? Why do we do it? And how can we start to overcome it? It really is something that so many of us struggle with. And I don't know if it's something that we'll ever fully overcome or if we really should fully overcome. And we'll talk about that here in just a little bit. This definitely was something that I deeply struggled with. And so being able to share this and talk about it and the things that I learned in my journey of overcoming it really is a privilege for me to be able to talk about it today. So, before we dive in, just a reminder, as always, if you haven't had a chance to follow the podcast, please do so, and if you haven't had a chance to rate it yet, please do so. That continues to help the reach of the podcast. So, people-pleasing. Let's go ahead and dive in, and let's start with talking about the healthy kind. There is a healthy kind of people-pleasing, and it's when we have people in our life that we care about, that we love, and we want to make them happy. And that's okay. You know, a lot of times people pleasing gets this bad rap, like you should never do it. Well, the reality is it's a lot of how we function in life. You want to make your spouse or your significant other happy because you care about them. You love them. You want to make your employer happy because you want to keep your job. You want to contribute to the company. You want to get the raise. You want to be successful. So that's all normal. So there's a lot of goodness in trying to find ways to please the people that are in our lives nothing wrong with that. The challenge is when it becomes unhealthy in our life, when we're people pleasing to our own detriment, and it's really affecting our self-esteem, it's harming our relationship with ourself, and harming the relationships in our life. Unhealthy people pleasing has been defined as a person's need to please others, often at the expense of their own needs or desires, and it is typically driven by a fear of rejection or a desire for approval. So, what are some of the symptoms when it becomes unhealthy in our life? Well, we're saying yes when we want to say no. We feel like we're disappointing people because we've overcommitted ourselves. Our yes is on autopilot. We're saying yes when we don't want to say it. It almost spontaneously comes out of us. It's that fawning response. You know, we talk about the responses of fight, flight or freeze. But there's also fawning, which is us trying to make other people feel good in order to avoid danger. So we get into the fawning behavior. Anxiety. We get a lot of anxiety around people asking us to do stuff or anxiety around saying no or after we've said yes, the anxiety we feel about our yes. So those are just some of the impacts and there's a lot more. A study published in the Journal of Social and Clinical Psychology found a strong correlation between sociotropy, or people-pleasing, and depression. It goes on to say that these individuals often suppress their own needs and feelings, which then is beginning to lead to a feeling of resentment, low self-esteem, and potentially contributing to anxiety and depression. We also know that it affects our interpersonal relationships. People-pleasing behaviors can lead to imbalanced relationships. Where the person pleasing often feels undervalued and overwhelmed, they may struggle to express their own needs and feelings, leading to poor communication and dissatisfaction in their relationship. It can have a big impact on our work-life balance. A study in the Journal of Applied Social Psychology suggested that people pleasers often struggle with work-life balance as they find it difficult to say no to work demands and are more likely to experience burnout. So as we can see, there's a lot of complications and a lot of challenges when people pleasing gets out of control. So what can we do to get it back in control? How can we get into a space where it's more healthy for us and we're not as prone to people please in such a harmful way? Well, I think the first place that we need to start is realizing that when we're in unhealthy people pleasing behaviors, it's not about them. We're not really trying to please them it's about us. We're trying to avoid the discomfort, the discomfort of saying no, or the feeling of potentially being rejected because we said no to somebody. So, what we're really dealing with is our own feelings and avoiding our own discomfort. That's why we're people pleasing. And the reason this is key to realize is because as long as we think it's other people, who keep asking us to do something and we're saying yes to it and they're taking advantage of us, what we're doing in that scenario is we're shifting the blame and we're not taking accountability. And as long as we're shifting the blame, we're never going to be able to heal that people-pleasing tendency. So think about it. As long as I keep seeing you as the problem and I'm resentful towards you because you keep asking, asking me to do things, and I keep saying yes to you, and I'm never addressing the reason I keep saying yes, and I'm never investigating that, then I'm not going to heal. I'm just going to continue in a cycle and a pattern of people-pleasing, resentment, low self-esteem, overload, burnout, all of the things that go with it. Until I come to the place and realize that what I'm actually doing is avoiding my own discomfort, and it's really not the other person's fault. It's my fault, and I have to look at my own behaviors as to why I'm continuing to say yes when I want to say no, what are the core fears, etc. So that's number one taking responsibility taking accountability and realizing that yes i am the person who's responsible for the yes that i say when i want to say no and let me also be clear that that is not a statement of judgment I understand that trauma and other painful life experiences have caused us to want to fawn, to want to say yes when we wanna say no. But the reality is that we still have to take accountability for it. Just because something has caused us to have unhealthy behaviors in our life doesn't mean that we shouldn't begin to take accountability for those behaviors because accountability is how we begin to change them. So there's no judgment for the source of it or the coping mechanism that was developed, but there is responsibility on beginning to love ourselves enough to be responsible and accountable enough to start to change it. So the second thing that we can do to begin to overcome these unhealthy people-pleasing patterns is to start practicing awareness, understanding why we do it. What is the source of it? As always, awareness is key. We have to understand why we do it. You know, one of the challenges that I see when people are talking about how to overcome people-pleasing is that they focus a lot on, you just need to say no. Well, it's true that we do need to get to a place where we can become more comfortable in saying no, but if we don't understand why we can't say no or we don't say no, then we're just going to keep repeating the pattern. We're going to keep feeling disempowered. We're going to keep feeling the shame because we don't understand why we have such a need or a tendency to people please. So we have to get to the core issue. Why do we do it? What is our fear? What's that core fear that's driving that behavior? As I talked about before, a lot of this can be in the origins of trauma or very negative childhood experiences, and there's a lot of research to back this up, that childhood experiences, Inconsistent parenting or conditional love or providing love and care based on a child's behavior really fosters people-pleasing tendencies. If we were in relationships where if we didn't act a certain way or we didn't please the person, that they begin to blow up or become abusive, we knew that it was a survival mechanism to keep that person happy. So that really got wired into us to people please And getting to the core root of that, why do we do it, is absolutely fundamental. Because if we can understand why we do it, then we can begin to heal it. So just starting with, well, you just need to say no, I don't think that's the right place to start. I think we start with why. Why am I not able to say no in the way that I want to? And here's a few thoughts that might help you get to that answer as to why you're not saying no when you want to. The first thing that we can do is we can ask ourselves, how do I feel when I'm saying no? How do I feel when I'm saying yes to something I want to say no to? Am I feeling afraid? Am I feeling a sense of I'm going to miss out on something? Am I feeling like I'm going to be rejected? Do I feel like that person's really going to be disappointed in me? What is it? What's going on underneath the surface? So I want to encourage you that when you find yourself saying yes, when you want to say no, write it out. Like what was it that you were feeling in that moment? Really take the time to sit with and reflect on Why you said that? What was the feeling? What was the core driver behind it? Because that's going to begin to unveil to you some of the sources as to why you're people pleasing. The second thing that you can do is you can start to write out the story that you're building in your head. What do I mean by that? Well, we all have a story that goes on in our head about what's going to happen if we say no or if we don't please this person. So what is that story? Take time to write out the full story. For example, you might be thinking, well, if I say no to them, then they're going to be disappointed in me. Well, if they're disappointed in me, then this is what's going to happen. They're not going to want to hang around me. Okay. Well, if they're not going to want to hang around me, then what does that mean? Well, I'm not going to have friends. Well, as you can see, you can just keep asking the question and the next question, which will lead you to some core belief, which typically is going to come to a place of, if I don't say yes, they'll be disappointed. If they're disappointed in me and I don't have their approval, I might lose this relationship. So in order for me to not lose this and other relationships or to not carry the sense of disappointment, I need to please them. I need to make them happy, which is a core belief that I am not enough as I am, so I have to do these things in order to be enough, to be accepted, to not be a disappointment, so that people will stay in my life and show me the love and approval and acceptance that I want. So writing out that full story gets you to a core belief. Now what we can do is once we have a core belief, we can ask ourselves the question, is that really true? Is it true that if I don't do this, that the person's going to reject me? Is it true that if I don't say yes, the person's going to be really disappointed with me? Now, they might be disappointed in you, but are they going to be so disappointed in you that they're no longer going to be in your life? And if that's true, if they're going to be so disappointed in you because you said no to them about something, then it's probably not a relationship that you want in your life. I'm just being honest with you. If you can't say no to somebody without them leaving your life or being so disappointed in you that they treat you harshly or they treat you with judgment, then it's not a relationship that you want in your life. It's not a life-giving Healthy relationship. We all need to be able to have the autonomy in our relationships to say no and to say no in a way that feels safe. So, writing that story out does a couple of things for us. Number one, it shows us that that core fear probably isn't true, isn't going to happen, because you likely don't have evidence in your life that when you've said no, that that story played out fully. So it's something that's a fear that's attached to a core belief, and that core belief is what we need to address and we need to heal. The second thing it does for us in writing that story out is it begins to show us, hey, if that is true about this relationship, that this story will play out or it has played out, then I'm really empowered at that point to examine whether or not this is a relationship I want to continue to have in my life. So let's go ahead and move on to the third point about how we begin to overcome people pleasing. We've one understood that, you know what? It's not about them. It's about me. I need to take accountability for it. Number two, I'm beginning to develop awareness as to why I people please. What's the core belief? What's the story behind that? So now that I've begun to understand those things, let's now begin to move on to how do I say no? I'm understanding why I don't say no. So how do I begin to say no at this point in my life? What are some strategies that I can put in place? The first strategy that you can try is the pause strategy. Now, you might need a disruptor in order for you to create that pause. That might be a mindful breath or whatever it is for you to be able to create just a little space before you go into auto yes. And what that pause can do is it can allow you to say, you know what, let me get back to you on that. Let me look at my calendar. Can I respond to you about that later? I just need to check on some things. Whatever it is that you need to do to create some space in your life so you can answer that question later when you feel more safe and you feel more equipped. What that can also do is allow you to respond with a text. You can say no via text instead of having to say no face to face. So this is creating a more safe space for you to say no and getting used to saying no in an environment where you feel more in control of and where you feel more safe to allow that no to come out and not get into auto yes. And just a reminder, if you did do your auto yes, you just kind of all of a sudden blurted out, yeah, sure, that sounds great, let's do it, because your nervous system is so used to doing that, you can still say in that moment, you know what, I may have too quickly committed, I need to check on a few things, let me get back to you on that, okay? So it's not too late, just because the auto yes came out, it's not too late to go ahead and pause still and say, you know what? I said yes too quickly. Can I get back to you? I need to check on a few things. Let me get back with you on that later. So another strategy we can use in saying no is we can start small. Just start with some small things that you would normally say yes to or just kind of autopilot go along with the crowd on. Just go ahead and start practicing no's to small things it can be little things like do you want to go here for lunch today and you know you don't want to but you would historically say yes you can practice saying no it can be a movie selection hey do you want to watch this tonight you know you don't like that movie you can say no so it's those little no's that you can begin to practice that are preparing your system to say no to the bigger things Another strategy that we can use is getting really clear on the things that we just know we're going to say no to, those things that we just don't enjoy doing, that we might have said yes to in the past, that we just go ahead and make a list of the things that, you know what, these are things that I've historically said yes to, that I don't like doing, that I'm going to say no to in the future. What that's doing for you is it's creating a foundation of your no's and a reason why you say no to those things. The reality is no is a full sentence. There can be a period at the end of a no, and we don't have to explain our no. We don't have to tell anybody else why we don't want to do something. But I do want to acknowledge that there's a lot of us who just don't start out at that place, right? We don't start out at the place where we're comfortable with a no that has a period on it. And we can get there, but in the meantime, we're afraid of the follow-up question. We're afraid of the, hey, well, why can't you do that? Or the person who wants us to explain our no. So in knowing why we don't want to do certain things, Having our answers prepared as to why we don't want to do them will allow us to share it and express it in a way that feels more safe to us. Once again, we're practicing having no feel safe. And in doing that, having our reason already fully prepared, we can lessen the fear of the follow-up question and we have a very clear answer. Now, I know there's going to be people who are just going to keep pushing, pushing, pushing and making you feel bad. But once again, we have to probably examine whether or not those people are people we want to hang around with on a consistent basis. And the final thing that we can do in starting to practice no and making it feel safe is that we become our own safe space. We create a space for ourselves that after we've said no, that we don't beat ourselves up about it and that we don't play out the story in our head of what's going to happen because we said no. You know, that worst case scenario, they're going to reject me, they're not going to accept me or whatever that is. And that's often the thing that makes saying no feel the most unsafe is that story that we've had. So if we can replace that story with a more hopeful story and a more true story, then we can begin to feel safer in saying no. There's a lot of research that's out there that talks about how positive affirmations or telling ourselves a different story can produce a sense of safety and lessen our people-pleasing tendencies. One article was published in the Journal of Experimental Social Psychology that talked about daily affirmations such as, I am enough, just as I am, or my needs and feelings are valid can really help reinforce a sense of self-love and independence. So an exercise that we can do in helping no feel more safe is to write out the affirmations that we want to use when we say no or before we're getting ready to say no. We can also take the time to write out a new story that we want playing in our head around when we say no. If the old story is saying no causes me to be rejected, which causes me to lose friends, which causes me to lose love, or whatever that story is, we can take the time to write out a more true story, a story that we are actually more worthy of, which is, I am safe to say no. In saying no, I am valuing myself. I am not devaluing other people by saying no to them. So whatever story you want to be in your head around why saying no is safe, you can take the time to write that out and read that and become more familiar with that story than the old story. And then also having those affirmations ready that you can tell yourself before or after you've said no is really going to go a long way in making saying no feel safe and really beginning to reduce the shame that we feel around saying no. So just a quick review of how we can begin to overcome people-pleasing number one, we realize that it's not about them, it's about us, and we take full accountability for our people-pleasing tendencies. Number two, we really get to the core root and understand why we do this behavior, what need is it meeting in our life, and how we can begin to heal that part of us, the origin of the people-pleasing, and then learning how no can become something that we can practice in a safe way by training ourselves to say no through pausing, learning to say no in a way that feels good to our system by becoming our own safe place and providing this place for ourselves where it's okay to say no and that people-pleasing isn't where our worth comes from. Well, thank you again for joining another episode of the Permission to Love podcast. Grateful that you take your time each week to show up here and to listen. Just a reminder, if you do need more resources to help you in your journey, transforming your relationship with yourself, you can find some resources on my website at jerryhenderson.org. I offer coaching as well as some self-guided meditations. And if you have comments or you just want to give me some feedback, you can find me on Instagram at jerryahenderson. Well, I hope you have a beautiful rest of your week. And remember, as always, you are worthy of your own love. I hope today's episode was valuable to you, that you gained some insights that are useful for you on your journey. If you did, I just want to ask that you would rate it and review it, and most importantly, that you would share it with somebody else because you never know the impact that it can have in their life. And finally, don't forget to subscribe because that'll let you know when new episodes are coming out. I want to encourage you as well that if you do need more resources, you can find me on jerryhenderson.org. That's my website. You can also find me on Instagram, at Jerry A. Henderson. Feel free to reach out to me there. Send me a message. I'd love to hear from you. I'm really grateful that you're here. And please don't forget, you are worthy of your own love.